Hello, how is it going today? Well, hello there. The boys are back, back for episode three. I'm your host, Josh Dibler, and I'm joined by my co-host, Brock Austin Guerrero. How you fellas doing tonight? Not too bad. Ready for EP3. I'm doing all right. Got a lot on my mind about them damn cowboys, though. All right, we're about to get into it. We just wanted to say real quick, uh, we appreciate the support we've been getting. The responses in the emails have been great, especially on the new Instagram account, at TerribleTakesPod. Love seeing the follows we've been getting on there. Uh, Austin, um, I heard you had some insight on a special episode. Yeah, we're actually going to be coming out with two episodes this week. So uh, our typical one we do every week. And then a second one is a special uh, documentary-type interview I got going on with Brandon McKelvey, a uh, guy I actually got to play a little bit of college basketball with. So make sure you guys check that one check that one out as well. All right. Let's get into the show. Brock? All right, fellas. We already know what the big storyline was from last week. Ravens over the Pats. Mm-hmm. Josh went off about that. We all mm-hmm. know. But huge storyline this week. Cowboys loses the Vikings at home Sunday night football. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I put on my Instagram story that expect the ignorance on the Ravens. It's just going to come later in the show, fellas and ladies. But we wanted to start it off talking about the Cowboys versus Vikings. Austin, you you want to you wanna take over here? Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. Uh, I don't want to hear one thing come out of your mouth about Dak Prescott being the problem. He's not the problem. Ooh. I know that's for damn sure. Mm. He he showed up. He balled out last night. Three touchdowns, 397, and you take the football out of his hands on the two biggest plays of the game. What kind of coaching is that? We literally have the worst. The only thing that solidified last night was having the worst coach in the in the National Football League. Minus Freddie Kitchens. Okay, second worst coach. And Nine actually, straight goal line stands. You know what? You know what? I'm not even going to – no. I'm going to say they're on the same level. Jason okay. Garrett, cause, because the reason why they're on the same level, don't get me wrong, Freddie Kitchens blows, but we'll get to that maybe later. I don't even want to talk about that shithole of a team. But Jason Garrett has all the talent in the world, and we're mediocre every yeah. season. How do you have star-studded talent at every position you need it to be and you still come up short when it matters? That's coaching. Nothing yeah. other than coaching. I think you take it out of the hot hand. I mean, that's three straight plays to Zeke on, like, the most important drive of the game. And ugh, not a good look. But I, on the other hand, you know, I'm critical of the Cowboys and another team that I'm also really not critical of. I just want this to be said. I enjoy the Vikings. I like the Vikings. What makes – what I think people see me when I'm constantly talking shit about the Vikings. I mean, we're, we're Iowa. I mean, a lot of people – a lot of my friends, they're all Vikings fans. And if there's one thing I love, maybe I'm a troll, but I love seeing the Vikings lose because I love seeing the reactions and overreactions from fellow Vikings fans. But I actually took down notes after watching the game. And I got I got something to offer on both sides. But I want to start with the Vikings. Kirk Cousins. How about you take down that voice? I'm sir? sorry. Hold on for you a know, second, I'm a though. Hype. I just want to uh, a little I'm something a little hype quick. Right now. But, uh... 
how many outline? Uh, how, sorry, how many podcasts do you guys know, listeners out there, that does research like this, taking notes during and after games? There isn't a single one. Look at me being loud in the mic. You think I give a damn? But I don't care. We're hype right now. Let me say something. We've been critical of Kirk, Kirk Cousins on this podcast all year. I think that's known. I hear a lot of people crying and complaining about it. I'm sorry, but I got to say this: Vikings, they're legit. Seven and three. Now, now let me let me say this: Primetime Kirk won a game. Finally, won that primetime game. Well, I think he might have earlier in this year, but. I think for Kirk Cousins, the situation is kind of the same, like how it's always been for Dak Prescott. They're always saying Dak Prescott isn't shit without the run game. Like, if the run game's going, Dak's uh, passing offense is going to be good. Going, like, uh, mixing up my words. Run game's going well, Dak's going to play well. I'll get to that. But Kirk Cousins, I, it's, I think it's kind of the same situation for them right now. Dalvin Cook out there showing like he's a top three running back in the league. He had like what ninety seven yards on the ground and a touchdown, and then him catching the ball out of the out of the backfield, dude, he was insane. Like all game, when you have a player like that playing out of his ass, good, and he's been great all year. He's like number one in the league in rushing and everything like that. Playing out of his mind this year, you have you that opens up your passing game for someone like Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins played a good fucking game last last night, about two over two hundred and. 30 yards, 250 yards maybe. 220. Two touchdowns, no picks. I mean, he was kind of picking them apart. I mean, uh, they ran a lot of screens last night for, like, huge plays, but Dalvin Cook, dude, that guy's next level. Here, hold on. Let me get into that again. They ran a lot of screens. Perfect segue to what I want to say. Again, coaching. Well, we take something away. Did we do a single thing in that game to take anything they did away? Yeah, it was – ooh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, The other thing is, like, the Vikings, dude – so I mean it's it all lies on Kirk Cousins' shoulder, but if you have Dalvin Cook playing like he how he's playing, I don't I don't want to gas up the Ravens right now, but like you look at a lot of like the top teams in the league now, like the Chiefs, maybe the Saints or something like that, or I don't know, the Pats whoever, like you got to have you got to be able to run the football. And the Vikings clearly prove that they're able to run the football and pound it. Even their backup, what the hell is that guy's name? Alexander Madison. Able to pound the ball. Like, and that just like demoralizes teams. And what they were able to do, I think it proves that they're legit. And dude, Dak or Zeke had 20 carries, 47 yards rushing. I'm so and, over and Zeke. The, the Cowboys have one of the best lines in the league. Now, granted, that Tyron Smith guy's out. No, he was in. I thought he was hurt. No, he, he played. Out. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, Zeke, you're a joke, dude. You you're get, yeah. you get paid $50 million guaranteed, and you go out there and you play like that. Now, the Vikings' defense is legit, dude. Like, uh, their run defense is insane. And, like, I know that's going to make a lot of people happy hearing that come from my mouth. But, dude, and, like, Trey Waynes wasn't playing. So, I mean, imagine when they get their second-best cornerback, like how it's going to well, look. Like you said, though, it's so, it's so bad. I, I'm honestly almost to the point where this season – I hope he gets better. We need him to because we just paid him a massive contract. Yeah. But I'm over Zeke just being the lead horse. He played so bad. Right. He literally lost confidence so much on one play. Chris Collinsworth, hate him. But anyway, he said, oh, my God, look at this hole. It's four, y- it's four yards. And then Zeke didn't even – like he was tippy-toeing it because he lost all his confidence, didn't even know where a hole was anymore. He was getting maybe one yard on big plays, like every first down. So we're already starting at second and nine. That's You know, that doesn't make it any easier. But Dak looked great. If we have, if Zeke's 
a shell of himself last night. We easily win that football game. Right. But how about this? He's not a shell of himself. He hasn't been playing that well All lately. Year. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't. So, yeah, let, let's let's do this. Dak's having one of his career best games, easily one of his top five games of all time he's played. And last three plays, we're going to take the football out of his hands. Uh, that, yeah, that's smart. That's what I was going to say. So, like I said, I've been critical of Kirk Cousins this year. I mean, just because you're a Cowboys fan, I've been pretty shitty. Not shitty. Skeptical of Dak Prescott. Last night, if that proved anything, Cowboys are Dak's team. They are. They're, it's no question. And he's legit, dude. Dak was like again, Minnesota's defense, they're a good fucking defense. They have been for like the last couple years. Dak Prescott tore them the fuck up last night. And everyone wants to question his arm strength. Dude, the guy he was making plays all over the field. Now, you it's like it's always been that Zeke's the guy who leads the team, dude. Zeke plays the worst game of his career. Dak takes over. And then yeah, it comes down to coaching. Been saying it forever. Jason Garrett, how do you have a job? Do you fuck Jerry Jones? Are you out there having sex with Jerry Jones right now? How is that man still a head coach? Dude, it's it's it's, it's like, got to be because it's got to be because Jerry Jones loves that he's like a yes man. Oh my god. He calls down and he's going to he's going to tell him what he wants. That's why that's why it didn't work with Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson actually stood up to him and guess what he got? He got fired after winning Super Bowls. Right. What do you fire a coach after winning two Super Bowls? Super for Bowls you? you weren't alive for. But, Doesn't matter, but on. still, <laughs> how how can you go from that to like you know coaches that are just yeah yeah I'll do, you know do what you say we'll go eight and eight I mean Jason Garrett and that's all he's been Jason Garrett the eight and eight guy yeah do really good in the division not good in the playoffs no granted you made it there last year I think last night if it proved anything like I maybe the Cowboys it's more of like it is an organizational problem you know they play these big games against great teams and they always end up choking now. That being said, I think both teams do get praised. One for the Cowboys, I think, because Dak, dude, Dak looked fucking incredible last night and like was out there just lighting up the the uh, the Vikings secondary. And you know, Xavier Rhodes, um, I've heard just from again, we're all uh, Minnesota, like everyone around us. I mean, it's the Midwest. Everyone we know, they're all Vikings fans. Everyone's been on Xavier Rhodes for how he hasn't really been playing that well this year. But either way, dude, Dak, I think it, it – if there's one thing it shows, is like this is now his team, I think the Cowboys are going to regret paying Zeke. Because, I mean, even running backs are just not – they're a thing of the past now. Yeah. Like, um, the, it doesn't make sense paying running backs that much money. No, exactly. Yeah. And, and my thing is, you're going to pay him that much money, you're going to have to lose one of those second-tier receivers that are pretty good, like a Randall Cobb. Right. That we just got this year, who's solid for us, man. He played a great game last yeah. night. He's played great games in a lot of our big games. Like, we know Coop's going to be Coop. But Randall Cobb's a huge second, like, you know, yeah. a number two receiver. And you got what Jason Wynn back, too. Yeah, and we're going to have to lose them. That's another thing. Like you said, Jason Winton's back. How about we throw the, the old signature hitch route? Just yeah. run three yards, get past the, the first down, he turns around and catches it. I no, can't. no, let's run Zeke out. Okay, let's, let's motion him out there. Let's throw an out route to him because, you know, he's sure hand. Okay, he hasn't done anything the whole night. It's not a screen pass. It's about the only pass we should be throwing to Zeke. How about we call a screen pass? Vikings called 14 of them and got a first down every, every single, single time. time. Every single time. Defense. Uh, linebackers, you're young. Where are you at? Right. Getting blown up. Oh, wait, I guess we're not young with Sean Lee, but let us he should be gone. But defensively, uh, looked a lot like the playoff game versus the Rams. Just couldn't stop the run. Yeah. Uh, where, where, where do we go from here? That's my only quick thing. Like I'm going to bash on him. Where do we go from here? 
We're in trouble now. We're literally back tied with the Eagles. We have the tiebreaker, thank God, but what, 5-4 and four is not where we wanted to be. We've given away so many games. That's a home primetime game. We get them all the time. Hey, primetime games, shout out to Barry McCockiner. Cowboys have all these primetime games, but they haven't been to a conference championship since 1996. Shout out to Barry McCockner. Constantly getting those fucking <laughs> getting all those articles out there. But what were uh, what were you saying? I'm saying, where do we go from here? Let's 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 think about this. I mean, I we're five and four, they're five and four. Eagles, I mean, do you think they're really expected to be they're playing terrible? They're probably happy <laughs> to be in first place. Right, dude. And um what the that last drive there where they went to Zeke those three times, that's literally that's that's kind of the same thing as when the Seahawks through instead of letting Marshawn Lynch pound the ball in. Can't believe Marshawn didn't run it. Can't believe Dak didn't throw it. That's what I'm saying. Did they not see that Dak literally went from the 6 to the 11-yard line, passing the entire drive? Well, they just forgot. They're like, eh, you know, let's go back to Zeke. We paid him the money. He has to be the one that puts it away. Well, he put it away in an L. I mean, that loss is the football game. Dude, I I think it just – I mean, it's a tough loss for the Cowboys. I mean, we're praying for you out here. Not really because you guys are all scumbag fans. Huh? 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 What? Uh, what was that, Brock? You wanted to say something about the Cowboys? Uh, I don't sure know. I'm kind of hurt by that comment, but uh, I don't know. You sure that, you want- uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I want to go back to the last three plays and then the turnover on fourth down. Ooh. Uh, it goes back to what Austin was saying about Jason Garrett, Coach Clap. But uh, did you just yeah, clap? did you just, just, just yeah? That's what he's known for. Means <laughs> about him just clapping the entire game. Anyway, Miss a field goal. Nice job. Yeah. Nice job. Anyway, so what I wanted. Uh, what I wanted to bring up is that do you think Austin specifically since you're a Cowboys fan as am I do you think that that was uh, Jason Garrett taking the play calling out of uh, Kellen Moore's hands or do you think that was Kellen Moore just or think that was Kellen Moore by himself that's definitely Jason Garrett because you guys got to remember before being a head coach he's a coordinator All right. coordinator you think he, you know he thinks coming in off, after that timeout called by Mike Zimmer okay I want to go back if Mike Zimmer doesn't call that timeout Dak called the play he has a no huddle because we're in bounds you know we're trying to move here uh, Zeke just had a terrible run, so we got to go. You know, we want to score. Dak's probably going to call, you know, either a zone read. Why don't we use his legs? Yeah, I mean, he, that's the reason why he probably sank so far in the draft is because it's all any scouts would do for black quarterbacks. If you run, you're not a quarterback in the league. But, but I mean, he's literally – go back to the playoff game last year versus Seattle. The game clincher, he pulls a zone read, reads it, touchdown. Uh, we called <clears throat> zero of them last night. Yeah. That's pretty smart. But no, you know, let's just let's just do a five wide and have Zeke be our fifth receiver. So what I um what I heard uh who was it today? Skip. Skip Bayless. Good old fashioned Skip Bayless. He's my man. You know he was fucking hot about the Cowboys, <laughs> but maybe it was Colin Coward or him. I was just watching them earlier today. But they're like, What if like it's it's a it's a season defining drive right there. You have Dak finally like coming into the reins. And what if it was like Jerry Jones calling down to the, like the sideline, and he's like, "Hey, we paid Zeke fifty million. Like, he's got to be the one to win this game for us, mm-hmm. not, not Dak Prescott." And I mean, three straight plays to Zeke. No, like all, like even the like even the pass there, there was no way that was getting in and no. getting through. Like that was just, I and, and the the thing that. Hinders me the most about that last play, especially the throw. Hinder, big words. What makes me mad or whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know. I'm pissed. I'm definitely pissed about it. He, You can tell that they must have told him to throw to Zeke because that whole night he has been he was going from read to read. Yeah. 
And that play, he locked in on that out route to Zeke. Like, yeah. And he didn't do it the whole night. It's not like he just panicked. He wasn't. Right. He was eating them alive in the air. And yeah. then another terrible coaching decision. I get it's easier to say from, from after, you know, looking at it. But telling Tavon Austin to fair catch when he has a sideline for 15 yards. Yeah, what the fuck was that? So, like, I, I get, you know, you want as much time as you can get. But literally, like. There was, like, a 15-yard gap in between. Exactly. That and he's, too, like, one of the better punt returners of all time. Like, in, he's, he's, Not all time, but that, that yeah, he yeah. was a dog yeah. in college. Okay, the thing is, I don't get that. Like, yeah, you want the most time, but you see, did you see where they were punting from? He's not gonna boot it to the other twenty. He it was a terrible punt. You catch. He's it. no Sam Cook. <laughs> Shout <laughs> he, out Ravens. He's punt. He's uh catching, fielding that punt. Whatever you call it, at about R forty five. You call fifteen more yards. You're at you know you're at getting close to the thirty yard line. Their territory. That's exactly where you want to be. Like right. thirty. Imagine that. Instead of having 17 seconds from our 40, being at their 30 with eh, 13 seconds. Right. How about a little bit better? You know, you have better shots. It's not a Hail Mary at the end of the game. All right. That's just terrible. I don't get what we do from here on because we're not going to get any better till that coaching the coaching changes. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. I kind of hate Jason Garrett about the same amount on the same level as you do, Austin. But uh, here's something you guys might hate or just like completely throw out the window and just disregard. But at the same time. No. Uh, at the same time so we run the three straight plays of Zeke anyway how about with over a minute left considering after that play if you don't run that play on fourth down we have three timeouts can you trust your defense enough to kick a less than 40 uh, what was that probably would have been like what were we at like 10 would have been like a 27 yarder do you trust your defense to get the three stops that we did eventually after that do you trust your defense to kick the field goal go down one and then trust them to do the same thing that they did do after that, and then you could have had a field goal to win it. Right. Do you? I mean, do you, you guys don't have to respond to that. You can just totally well, throw it out the window. I don't, yeah, think, here's, anyone, here's I don't my, think anyone trusts their defense that much. Other no, than like that's, that's kind of bold. But here's here's my thing. Here's my thing on that. Oh, do um, we really trust Maher to make anything inside of 60 yards? That man's made like three 60 yards this season, and he's missed like 28, 27, 30, so – that's know. one thing, like, as a Ravens fan, I've been blessed is, like, not having to go through kicking woes for, like, the last 12 years. But, God damn, Hey, dude. I got a question for you guys quick. I- I'm done with the game. We're done. I'm done I'm with lo- that but I'm, look- I'm looking at the top five teams in the NFC right now, yeah. like, record-wise. It's the the Vikings, Seahawks, Saints, Packers, 49ers. Niners. Okay. That is about as – dude, what the fuck? The Saints – Lost to the Falcons. Lost to the Falcons. Worst – like home game loss without a turnover. Yeah, since like the '60s. That's just that's one of those. Shout out Colin Coward for that stat. I that's, think that's one I'm of those. Gonna, uh, I, hold I, on, I want to go first. Okay, I want to go first. Mine will be quick, so don't worry about it. But uh, <laughs> I think, I think just being in the division, you are so pissed. But I clearly, think dude, this guy's hit divi- his feelings. I right think now. just being in the division, I think that records fly out the window. I know when it's super, uh, yeah. it's a super huge discrepancy in the records on that. I think you expect, obviously, expect uh, as the Saints to win that game. But I think that, especially in a uh, divisional game, I think that records get thrown out the window, and I think it's a fluke game. But that's just yeah. my take. Yeah, you know, oh, I that's think so definitely too. what I was going to go with so there. Too. But I want to back it up a little bit. I'm done with the game. Done with the game, but we're going to go back to the game. No, no, no. I'm going back to something off that game. Okay. Can we almost say now, because it's all running backs that have these, Zeke might have the worst contract in football now. <laughs> Him or Todd Gurley. Yeah. Todd Gurley's is looking awful now. The yeah. Rams can't go get anybody because. They have Gurley's terrible contract. Third closest might be a quarterback, and he's also on the Rams. That Goff contract is going to come yeah. back and bite them. He's looking terrible again this season. They lost again. 
Oh, yeah, to the Steelers. Dude, the Steelers are going to be legit this year. I know we were just talking about how shitty they are. Okay, I don't know about legit, but their defense is four fucking real, dude. The amount of turnovers, like, just from Minka Fitzpatrick getting there. Dude, big pickup. He has, like, more defensive, like, stats or touchdown scores, picks, four fumbles than the fucking Dolphins this year. And he's only played, like, six games for the Steelers. Like, we were going over it a little bit last week, dude, but their strength of schedule. Terrible. To close it out, dude. Pull that up for us again. Who do, who do they finish the year out? They finished playing against Baltimore. Goat. Um, but, yeah, dude, it's – Dude, they're, they're, they're not – like, they could literally squeak into the playoffs, like I was yeah. saying at the end of last year – or uh, end of the last episode. Yeah. Yeah, they got a <clears> – <throat> they got the Browns, Dub. Bengals. Dub. Browns. Dub. Cardinals. Dub. Bills. At home, though, so probably a dub. Yeah. Probably. Jets and the Ravens to end the end of the year. So, honestly, like – Trying to be trying to be realistic, I don't see more than I don't think they should lose more than twice, three yeah. times max. I don't even think it should yeah. be three. I think they can get in the playoffs. They'll definitely sneak in. I think, Dude. depending on like I mean, I don't see Baltimore falling off the map here, but that should be an easy division. Ah, I know, but like, dude, but like if the Steelers, in. they could get that second wild card now because the Colts, who I just said were looking great, they had a bad loss. Literally, it was the yeah. week of the terrible losses. Lost to the Dol- Dolphins. Yes, the Dolphins won two in a row. Dude, they're having a better November than New England. <laughs> I saw that actually. On <laughs> That's hilarious. But I don't like for real though. The Steelers literally had to have. I don't know. What do they hang out with Roger Goodell? Took him out for supper to have this schedule, or like what? Or it's just how they played out. Every team that they played at the end is terrible. They fucking loaded the front end of that schedule. Yeah, though. they did. I mean, Jesus. But that's crazy how much like more, like since they've picked up that Minka Fitzpatrick dude, it's like it's been a one eighty for them. I mean, I mean Baltimore, that was one of the uglier games of the season for Lamar. But like after that, I mean they've just dude. I picked their defense up on fantasy. They scored me like fucking twenty four points, just tearing people up. God damn, dude. The Rams. I don't like. Is McVeigh the goat still? Dude, that's what they were asking. They were asking that all over uh, all the NFL. His shit like that. Yeah, yeah. dude. All of the NFL shows like after primetime, all that. They were like, mm, McVeigh is not really much. They of were a talking like anymore. He has like his one style, mm-hmm. but it's not that. And it's not working. It's not working. And they're just mm-hmm. gonna say fuck it. But that's the thing. That's that's where. I'm not gonna go as you know as hard as I did on Jason Garrett with him, but like you gotta make changes, man. Yeah. Where, where's the changes? Like right. they just don't. They don't. Sam, we're expecting an email. Yeah, they don't make any changes, and you can't expect to win that way anymore. I mean, all the coaches that don't make changes, you're seeing them literally take L's yeah. week after week. But the t- the teams that are making changes are like staying pretty hot. Like, yeah. okay, here's a, here's a mediocre team that actually makes changes. Mike Frabel, Titans. Week to week, they looked awful, god-awful some games. And then another week, dude, they don't look that bad. They just beat the Chiefs. Yeah, but, I mean, if anything, it shows that the Chiefs, dude, what the fuck was that? Their special teams? Terrible. <laughs> Costing the game. And their defense couldn't that's, stop. That's what I want to say. Dude, that defense. Dude, I, I no, listen here. No, 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 no. Listen here, Chiefs fans. You dirtbags. You're not dirtbags. Sorry. But what I'm going to say is, you guys beat Baltimore earlier this year. Threw a, threw a new look at Lamar that he couldn't handle quite yet. And I rarely ever knock John Harbaugh. I like how we go for it on fourth often. 
go for it for on two for two a lot, but uh, we ended up not converting those in those games, and we ended up giving the ball back to Mahomes like a couple times back on our fucking thirty. And obviously Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. He's going to score every single time on those drives. When it comes to the playoffs this year, I can't fucking wait till if if we match up with them. The what the fucking Titans did to them, dude. Derrick Henry, also on the fantasy team. Shout out him. Shout out to the God. They fucking ran it down their throat, dude. Their defense is fucking terrible, terrible dude. dude. Awful. Get this one. They're asinine. <laughs> Almost unbelievable. <laughs> Austin and I get the little get inside that joke. Man, a thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I just don't know. Like that, that you that, got dude, that they proves had... the NFL is like literally a week by week basis. Like almost anybody can beat anybody unless you're the Bengals. Well, I no, I think it's more or less like you're now the season's going on, you see exactly. you see teams that are coming out of their bye weeks and they're like ascending and you know, they're they're getting like healthier too. Right. Then you have other teams that are just kind of crumbling. The Chiefs are six and four. Who the fuck would have thought that would be the case? Dude, this year? get this, get this. Now, the, granted, Mahomes the Raiders is out. are half a game back. Yeah, that's unreal. That I think they're just putting way too much pressure on uh, Mahomes. No, not Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes can. He'll go out there with fucking. But they're both relying eyes on just Mahomes. Yeah, like they're. No one else can really make plays out there. Like you can't rely on a running back to run. They don't run the football at all. No. Threw the ball fifty times. I'm pretty Last sure night. in that game, Shady McCoy was a healthy scratch, too. He didn't play, I don't think. No, he didn't yeah, play. <laughs> healthy not, scratch. Not a good look for him at all. No. Dude, Sammy Watkins was second in rushing. <laughs> he had 12 yards. <laughs> like, <laughs> Still, though, I don't – it's just bad. Like, the, their defense literally scares nobody in the AFC. A lot of fumbles, too. Yes, dude. But, like, who, who really is like, oh, shit, we got to play the Chiefs defense? Like – that's, right, that's I mean, you know it's going to be a shootout, and it's just yeah. like, it's Stop just whether or not times. it's whether or not you can keep Mahomes off the field. That's all that. That's all. That and that's matters. why the Pats have beaten them every time they right. play them. They literally hold the ball for thirty minutes. I, well, the Pats are out of a they. This is their bye week. Yeah, they didn't play this week. I mean, it's Bill Belichick. I mean, they're probably going to win out the season because it's them. But um, well, no, we were just saying they they have a pretty tough schedule coming up. But um, I don't know the Chiefs. If I had to rely on Mahomes, I mean, I'm going to. I think he's going to get to them to the playoffs. But that defense is so much worse than it was last year, I think. But, I mean, Derrick Henry, dude, 188 yards, two tuds. Ryan Tannehill was out there looking like fucking Joe Montana of old, dude. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. He was. I don't know, dude. The Chiefs, it's it's something It's something scary. Also, uh, something real quick, because before I – looks like we were giving – a little parting note on the oh, no. Chiefs and Titans oh, game. Yeah, yeah. I, it looks like we're going to move off of that pretty soon, but uh, I'll open myself up to it because Kay. I can take the heat. Okay. Um, Titans three and one since moving to Tannehill and benching Marcus Mariota. I'm open. I'm li- I'm letting myself be open to you guys. Absolutely bashing Mariota. I want to hear what you want to say. I still have faith in him to go somewhere and be decent. No, but I don't think that he's the quarterback that the Dol- uh, that sorry that the Titans wanted him to be. And I know that he his time in uh, Tennessee is obviously going right. to come to an end in probably this off season. So uh, yeah, go ahead and give me what you got about him, and uh, I'll yeah. take it. I might cry. That's all right. You won't hear it on air, guys. But uh, I will hear. I it. just want to hear what you guys want to say. Um, I think uh, if how am I going to also say this? just for you guys to maybe give uh, him give him something positive. Do you think there's somewhere that after you bash on? Do you think there's somewhere that he could go and be somewhat successful? I might. I might get to that. Who knows? 
Who knows where this rant's going to take me? Um, just kidding. So I think, I mean, again, I hate bringing him up as often as, or I really haven't brought him up that often as as anything. It's it's pretty clear now that systems make quarterbacks, and like coaches' willingness and like. Well, Lamar, like what the Ravens have done this year, and like even if I wasn't a fan, like they have completely built a system entirely around the skill set of Lamar Jackson. A lot of the times you have these quarterbacks who come in and when they're coaches of old, like they've been there forever, they get their new quarterback. Quarterbacks got to adjust to what the coach is doing instead of like the coaches capitalizing on what your quarterback's good at. Now, I think that's kind of the case with Mariota. Now, I mean, he really hasn't played great this year, but he's had fucking – for, since his whole career, he's had a different like head coach or offensive coordinator there. I mean, there hasn't there hasn't been time for him to like gain traction or like really build a system or anything like that. What you, you. I see you smiling. Thank oh. you. Okay, I I think it's kind of the same thing, and I think now it was like you see how what Baltimore's doing. I think you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of more coaches maybe give up to that. I mean, John Harbaugh I think is the coach of the year. There's no question. Uh, even if the Ravens lose out this season, what he's able to do, what he's able, what he's Okay, if he loses out, obviously not. But, like, <laughs> they they built a system entirely around Lamar Jackson. And His strengths. Exactly. And they're one of the best teams in the league, and they've they've beaten some of the best teams in the league because of it. Um, Mariota, I mean, again, it, he hasn't – he's had fucking different coaches every single time. You don't have a coach that's willing to, like – you never really even would have thought about that a couple years ago. Like a coach changing his system for a co- like a quarterback, I I just think Mariota's just been fucked. Here's my one it. big shot right here. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Mariota. Second biggest bust after, hey Ryan, <laughs> Jameis Winston. I know they beat the Cardinals, but I'm still. Throwing. But it's still the Cardinals. Yep, and it's Jameis Winston. Oh man, I mean clearly Jameis Winston fucking blows, but shout out, hey man, we got you that W. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, it can be a cool thing to look at or pull up, but uh, is that entire? I mean, who's who's another quarterback from that draft class? Because the top two, obviously, right now aren't looking great. So who was that? Gabbert. He wasn't that class. I think he was before still. Who? Uh, I, I, just... I think we'll have Jamie take a look at it. Who is it? Was that the class of twenty fifth? Oh, I thought you had it pulled up. Like you were going to drop some knowledge in like a. No, I think it was the class of 2015. I yes. Because okay. or- Oregon, Florida State played in 2015 semifinal. Who's the biggest bust? I mean, what, what deems a bust? I mean, if you're a quarterback that's drafted after the 15th pick. I still think that's I think it's outside. Early. I mean, that, I think that's it's not outside really. The, like, if you're if uh, you're, if you're, you're in taking, the top two rounds. If you're, yeah. No. Outside, no. How yeah, not? How dude. not, dude? Second round? There's so many skill positions that get drafted in the, t- the first round. If you're a quarterback still in the second round, you could be a bust. I don't think so. Email us on it. I want. We want. What, actually, I, what I'm, I'm saying sorry. is, a, is like the expectation's is... not there. There's a re, there's a reason why thirty or thirty two other teams passed on that player for him to get picked that late in the round. Like there's a reason. There's not that. There's not that high of expectation for that player to like get that when you're drafted one through five. And you play like fucking shit. That's where I think you're a bust. If you're taken in the second round, thirty two other teams passed on you. Or all thirty-two teams passed on you in that first round. Obviously, they're expecting like maybe we can pick you up. Okay, he's still there. Maybe we can go out and snag him. I don't think if you fall out of the top fifteen, 
as a quarterback. I think if you play like shit, oh well. Because normally when quarterbacks are drafted, they're there to change your franchise. That's what that's what they're picked for. That's their that's the expectation that's put on them. Change the franchise. A player that's drafted that late, that's not what it is. Because the still players think that second round though isn't is drafted to change franchise. Who the fuck was a quarterback that was even drafted? That that was 2015. Mariota and oh my god, this is disgusting the way I'm looking at this. Oh fuck, I fucked it up. Mariota, James Winston, one two. Yeah. I don't know. You know, looking back, that, what what do, what do you what do you guys think? Like, that's just. I don't. I don't know what those two teams go from here. No, though. I'm talking. I'm talking about. You're saying that it's a. It's a. Bust. God, those quarterbacks all. Blow. Okay, easily 2015. Easily 2015 quarterbacks. Um, Awful. were the worst quarterback draft class in Brett recent Hundley, in recent memory. Garrett Grayson. Brett Hundley was number. I'm not sure if he was third picked, but he's uh in Lance Zerlein's top ten quarterbacks Sean of Mannion, that draft class. Bryce Petty. Yeah, dude. Blake Brett Hundley Sims? was drafted in the fifth. Blake Sims? He- Trevor Simeon was taken uh, 250th. You know what? Since we're throwing out draft classes and stuff like that, here's my hot take right now. Speaking of draft Hold classes on. and no, quarterbacks. No, 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 wait, before. No, no, How- no, right now. Right now. No, no, no. Tua, no. don't draft him. He'll be a Will be terrible. Okay, we'll, we'll touch back on that when we come LSU-Bama. Uh, but, no, I want to hear how – I, I don't think they're like if you fall out of the top fifteen you're not I don't consider you a bust your responsibility top fifteen any good quarterback's gonna get taken before that Lamar any, hey guess what thirty one other teams you fucked that one up and the first chance we get we got well I mean we took Caden Hurst that same time but we took him again look listen here you fucking motherfucker sorry Jesus. excuse the language Lamar Jackson was taken 30, 32nd. That yeah. round, last pick of the first round. Yeah, we had Joe Flacco there. We knew he was going to be a project player. Did we know he was going to come in week fucking eleven and come in and do what he's done and take over the team? Uh, no, one, I didn't really see not, that coming. Not that first year, but I think. But I mean, starting, clearly now it's better. I think starting in that draft though, that's when they started drafting players Dude, s- for his for his strength. When a quarterback is drafted first round, like in the top fifteen picks, the whole their whole goal is to turn that franchise around. Lamar Jackson, like, he was just a pickup. Joe Flacco's time's coming to an end. We're going to we're gonna work with him. And then, obviously, he's turned into the player he is today. But I think – I don't know. Yeah, fans, let us know what you – what, like, what you guys think. Because I I don't think – if you're in the second round and you're a quarterback that gets drafted, Derek Carr, he got drafted in the second round. I wouldn't consider him a bust. There was other quarterbacks there he beat out for the position. Russell Wilson, third, third round. Yeah, I want to say third, third, maybe even fourth. Maybe. Who knows? Dak Prescott, fourth round. Yeah. I mean, you guys had established quarterbacks there. Most people who, like, draft quarterbacks that late have quarterbacks there. You can't be – I don't think you can be a bust if, if okay. you're drafted late. I just – I don't – I think I just pwned you. I'm not dis- – no, not a chance. You never do. They all know it. But offer, any- offer no opinion. Offer straight facts, homie, even, even though it's straight cash, homie. I want you to pause – no, I want you Single to... Single out that clip No, of what he just said. New intro. That's what's going in front. <laughs> How like is it that. going today? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> okay. I like that. Listen, <laughs> listen. What I... What we're going to have track. I know, and, and you made me lose Oh, my, yeah, by the way, thanks for the research, thought. Josh. Uh, third round, 75th pick, Russell Wilson. Research, get the bell. All right. I just... 
I lost my train of thought. Dude, so 2015, gonna... the Bears drafted Kevin White. That guy has not played a single down in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Okay, but... Oh, uh, no, no, no. My train of thought. It's back. It's back. Tua. No. No, 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 no. For your draft thing. I, I don't disagree with you. You're right. First round is, is definitely to change the franchise. But I don't think you can go just the top 15 picks. That's what I'm saying. To be a bust. I'm, I still think second round, into the second round... Because that's that's too you got to think about. Not every Hold team on. has multiple picks in each round. Always, some people normally do. the bad teams do. Hold on, they do. But if you sort by if you sort by quarterbacks drafted in this particular draft, you have Kyler Murray number one, Daniel Jones to the Giants at six. All of those guys need quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Okay, Dwayne Haskins fifteen, which is right at Josh's borderline. Mm-hmm. Next quarterback, ten ten picks into the second round, which would be forty two. Drew Locke. Did the Broncos? Expect him to come in and change the franchise. They paid Joe Flacco before that, I think. I don't even think Drew Locke starts now either. No. <laughs> right. Okay, okay. But hold that's, on, a, hold that's on. a bad pickup. Take, take that's that a bad take. No. Set that... it up on the tee. Give me the bat. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh! <laughs> Gone forever. That's, a, that's not. That one doesn't back me up, but you definitely go into the second round for quarterbacks. Drew Locke. For like future pro like maybe future projects. You don't you, you can't call them a bust. It's a bust. You dude. can't call Drew them Locke's a bust. Drew Locke's a bust. Drew Locke's a bust. If he never gets on the Hold field, on, we're gonna t- and we're you gonna... draft him that high. He's a bust. Or maybe John Elway. Bad drafter. Bad clearly. Co- bad quarterback bad, developer. Bad manager bad cor- of yeah. a football team. Yeah, bad quarterback developer of a Super Bowl champion. Uh, quarterback. Hold on. Also, go back to uh, 2018 draft, year before this one. Baker, number one. Yep. Sam Darnold, number three. Bust. Josh Allen, number uh, seven. Who knows? Okay. 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 <laughs> Josh Rosen, number 10 to the Cardinals. And then to close out uh, the first round, Lamar Jackson, 32nd to the Ravens. Hold on a second, too. Uh, round three, so outside of the top two rounds, Mason Rudolph to the Steelers. It's a decent pickup. Yeah. He, again. He, so I, okay. No, no. They know Big Ben's time's almost up, though. So they drafted him for a reason. He can't be a bust because he's outside of my round two. But that helps my point right there. No, it doesn't, dude. How does it not, dude? A draft bust occurs when a highly touted or highly selected draftee does not meet expectations. Definition. How about you throw on your reading glasses if you're straight going to uh, read that from Thanks, Jamie. Hey, first of all, that is, that's exactly what that is. You. I think we can all agree it's Jamarcus Russell. No, you got you like there's this Jameis Winston, J- Marcus Mariota. These guys were the talk of the draft. Who they're easily going number one, two. Who? Okay, I, well, that's shitty because there's no other quarterbacks in there. Hey, hold on, Brock, because you got a great glimpse of Mariota in college. You loved him. You thought he was nah, the nah, greatest ever. Oh, okay. You thought he's the greatest ever. Was he supposed to be Lamar before Lamar? They no, talked about sure. his running. They talked about his running in yeah, college. How that? How that look? I don't think so, personally. He was in, How was he supposed to be the Lamar a, when Lamar wasn't even a thing yet? Lamar was still a young college was he supposed player. To be the guy to change, was he supposed to be the guy to change the way the offenses are ran That's what before, I'm saying. He, yes, before, before Lamar, Lamar was the guy to do it? I don't personally think that because I don't think there's RG3. been— RG3. Yes, but at the same time, I don't think there's been— It was at, not to that point. Dude, I know, dude. You didn't let me talk. You're not looking— you know, So anyway. It, take, hey, whoa, just take it easy, man. Awesome. We've been off Ooh, the Cowboys game for like 15 minutes. Um, also, so— with Mariota, he was known as he obviously wasn't a pocket passer in quarter, uh, in college, 
He wasn't known as a pocket uh, passing quarterback. Yeah. He was known as an athletic quarterback, mobile quarterback. But I don't think that he is even close to the pro- prolific runner That's in Lamar. college that Lamar was. He yeah, could, it's not like, even I close. don't think Mar- like Marcus could take off and make a play, get to a first down. Maybe he had a few uh, long touchdown runs over his career in, at the uh, University of Oregon. But at the same time, Lamar could you could design a run that he would go out and change the game with the, with the moves. You're right. Dude. You just hate Mariota, and you're going to go to any length and distance to prove that he's a terrible quarterback. I, I think that he is—he uh, still has promise, although at Tennessee it looks like his time's done. But yeah. at the same time, I can tell that just as an Iowa fan, Josh isn't this way because he's rational. <laughs> you hate sure. people outside of Iowa, and you hate that I'm an Oregon fan, and you hate Mariota. I can't wait to see you guys in the bi- uh, in the Rose Bowl. Just Power. kidding. You guys we are not it. making the Rose Bowl. I know, just kidding. We We're going to touch on it against Wisconsin. <laughs> I just right. gotta say, you're wrong. On what? The bust? About the bust thing. No, dude. Top two rounds is a bust. No. Yes, it is. Okay. To <laughs> save time so, and move on to another topic, we'll wrap this one up quick, but I wanna say it straight outright. I know we have a couple times recently, but listeners, please email us or reach out to one of us and tell us what you define as a bust and we'll we'll look at it. Okay, and so just to kind of reiterate, so you're saying any quarterback drafted in the first and second round. This is t- like so. Let's cut it off at top five pick, and or top fifteen, and down, and from then second the second round, round. From second round. No, so pick number fifteen all the way to the last pick of the second round. Okay. If a quarterback's drafted in there and they don't perform well, could they still be considered a bust? They're a bust. Okay. There's and a my reason argu- you drafted them that high. It's fifteen picks. My argument is, if a quarterback is drafted that late. They're not there to turn the franchise around. Yes, they are. Most of the teams that are in there are already like in the 15th pick range to the 32nd. They're all established teams, and they all have established quarterbacks. Yeah, they have established quarterbacks, but but you don't. But they don't. They're not drafting a quarterback. Not right to turn the franchise around. What's the difference between drafting a quarterback with one year to sit behind them and coming in and being your franchise, or starting from day one? They're still listen here. They're still coming in to change the franchise, either it's this season or the next season. A draft bust occurs when a highly touted or highly selected draftee does not meet expectations. Jamarcus Uh, Russell. Listen here. Listen here, Bubs, buddy. I got sound effects. Jameis Winston. Marcus Mariota. They weren't falling to there. They weren't falling there. Draft the quarterbacks who are that are like eligible to be bus are the ones that everyone's talking about. Okay, they're coming in. They're the only picks that we need to make. They're going number one or two. Anything or after that, out of the top fifteen and down, no. Also though, also though, I know we want to move off of this, but I'll, I want to add something. I well, we were trying to like break it down for the yeah, fucking yeah, you're listeners. Right. You're right, but at, at the college level, you take away what they've done in the NFL so far because we know they haven't performed to uh, what the expectations were. But at the college level, you say that Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston are coming in in uh, Lamar, Lamar's draft class, 2018. Where do they go? Are they going to be outside the top 32? Fuck no, they're not. They're going to be. They're going. They're Either going. Of them. They're going top. They're still going one two. There's. They're probably won't go one, one. They might. They might go one two. Okay, I just want to offer and that. that if they, I, if I they agree got with you guys. The same I just want to offer that up there. Okay, right. we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, then we're going to touch back on um, our favorite topic of all time, college football. Sorry, spent a lot of time on the NFL there, but we're back off the break. And uh, first thing we wanted to get into, second thing we wanted to get into, actually, um, biggest game of the week last week. I think you guys know what it was. 
Uh, Wake Forest versus Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech managed to close <laughs> it out 36 uh, to 17. Looked like. Uh, said not to. That. <laughs> well, well, what was the, that was the game, right? Well, I'm surprised <laughs> that you didn't bring up Navy from your uh, little trolley wooly you did last week. What are you talking about? That That's what you guys put in the notes. <laughs> no. no, dude. How about. What was it? LSU, Alabama. Ah. How'd that game go? <laughs> Sorry as fuck, but. No, LSU actually took them down, dude. The offense is high In power. Tuscaloosa. Yes, dude. In Bama. Shout out to Devonis. I know you were out there at the game. And then I know you were out there getting in fights probably. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, dude. That. But like we said last week, it's finally a time that LSU's offense is high powered enough to take down Bama. And they needed literally every point to take them down. 46-41. And literally the game of the year to this point. Oh, yeah. Easily. That's insane. I just don't get, like, I just don't get what. Bama has going from them now trying to stay into the college football playoffs. Tua came back for that one reason. Right. To prove they're a top four team and still beat LSU at home. You lose at home, you have to drop out of the you top win four. The game, yeah. You have to drop it out. It looks like they're in, right? Well the They fell ra- to fourth. Yeah, the new rankings will come out tomorrow night, Tuesday night. And what's this then? AP AP poll. Oh. Which they don't go off that really yeah. once the CFP rankings come out but Bama has to drop out dude. there's yeah. no there's nothing they can do I don't care two was on one ankle he said that I would have wished they would have won just to hear oh yeah I'm 100% that's how it always goes Kinda they go out like, there they limp and then they're like I had to play I'm such a I'm such a stud I was coming out on one yeah. ankle gonna win could have been they lose he's like oh, I was pretty banged up could have been the comparative what a pus- that's that dude um I mean I know last week I talked to like UFC but that people who like come into a fight injured don't and then, or like a game like this, they come in injured, and then their excuse at the end for why they lost is because they were injured. Most pussy shit, like on the planet, dude. Like Manny Pacquiao when he lost to Floyd Mayweather, whole fight never heard about it, and then he brings up how he fucking tore his rotator, rotator cuff a week before the fight. Dude. Scumbag. Sorry. True. At Off the same, topic. At the same time, though, this is NFC North fans, Midwest fans, watch out. But that Tua thing with the Austin saying like, "Oh, if he wins the game, he won it." On one leg, and if he loses oh, the yeah, game, dude. he did it because he's hurt. Comparative oh to comparative to in recent seasons, not this year because he's been healthy and has been uh, noted as healthy the entire year. But in the past few seasons, comparative to Aaron Rodgers and his injuries, he plays oh, magnificent and he plays on half Hot and he take. plays on one knee yeah. when they win and he does bad. It's because he has no mobility. Yeah. But I don't want to. I don't want to. That, that's a whole other spiel. Yeah. But let's just absolutely. move back to the game. Big time. No, yeah. absolutely. Dude. I'm so on that side too. I can't wait to hit on that in another episode because that gets me so pissed off. So pissed off, huh? Dude, so pissed off. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> always uses that excuse. But, no, dude, what that LSU game proved, too, is Burrow, dude, oh, he is a top five pick. Dude, dude is a baller. So he, if he were to get drafted and played like shit in the NFL, he would be a bust. He would be now because, he came, yeah, because yeah. he came onto the scene and now everybody's talking about him. But it literally proved – that LSU football is on the, the turnaround and more big-name recruits are going to start going there. Play for that coach, dude. Did you see the – yeah, dude, his energy. I mean, I, he probably can't talk after the game's over half the time, but 
do you see that video of the LSU players going over to the recruiting section for Alabama? <laughs> like, dude. don't play for these fucking bums. Like, dude. come play for us. That's yeah, so, dude, that's sick. Hold on. That's literally the savage. Like, that's just so savage. That's what they need. Dude, college football is literally the best, especially in rivalry games like that. Mm-hmm. Dude, it does not matter, dude. You're just there for that one reason, just to beat the shit out of the opponent. Yeah. And LSU literally did that the entire night. At the end, Bama scored a few touchdowns, brought it back. Like, it, was, it was a crazy comeback, actually. It was a That's crazy what Bama comeback. does, dude. They do. Well coached. They are well coached. Talent. Except, hey, how did Saban do in the NFL? What has he done in college? Did pretty well, but not pretty an well? NFL coach. Goat. Not an NFL coach. Who the fuck needs to go to the NFL when he's making the money he does at Alabama? Proved he's not an NFL caliber coach. I mean, but he's a multi-time national champ. Mm-hmm. I mean. I would stay down there, too. Won't win it this season. Thoughts? Won't win it this season? Bama? True. I don't think they will. I Well, do they stay in the college football playoff, like I was saying earlier, for well, this week? what I was saying is, uh, who are you going to put in there? Dude. I mean, if that game, like, if that game showed you anything, it's, like, easily the four best, like, they're two of the best teams in the country. Yeah, they are. Bama's going to win they're out. They're up there, but I don't think they're top four anymore. Who the fuck is, not, who's four over them? Dude, you got to go with the Pac-12 champ winner. Granted, they're going to have one loss, Oregon. Utah is going to have one loss if they win as well. you got to go with one of them. Georgia, no. No, they're done. Clemson doesn't play anybody. They're going to get the – Probably one of the best teams in football, though. No, dude. They don't play anybody. Either does Alabama. They didn't play anyone last year, and they won the national title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's last year. Different team, I think. If we were going off last year. Still 10-0. A lot of the same faces for Clemson, but I don't think – I don't think that they're a talented. Literally team says they're... ten and zero right here. There's you fucking up the record for three episodes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, dude, but yeah, Georgia you... out. Clemson, don't put them in. I'm going the Ducks. No, of Oregon, dude. That offense, or you know what, dude? I don't care that their defense blows. I, I don't care. See, I don't I care w- that you broke your elbow. I was just gonna say, I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to see Jalen Hurts give him a shot at the championship and put that shitty defense of Oklahoma on his back. If if he wins out, what kind of games do they have coming up next? They still got a game with Baylor undefeated yeah, Ooh, this week at this Waco. Weekend. Yeah, this next upcoming weekend. That's a big-time game for both schools, I think. Um, Penn State's done with, right? Yeah, they're done. Yeah, I now. think they're done for. That brought them out of it. Minnesota, dude, could they maybe? Where do you put them? I mean, uh, they, if, they win, if they manage to win out and win the Big Ten Championship, I think it's – You have to. Dude, if they yeah. won the Big Ten Championship, they would that would mean they beat Ohio State. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They would have to be in there. Yeah, true. Dude, would that be coach of the entire century, P.J. <laughs> Fleck, if he pulled that off? Maybe Dude, just pull that out of his this, ass. Yeah, just a question. Uh, after that, uh, they I would say there's times that, especially towards the end of the game, where Minnesota could have lost, but I thought that they handled, uh, hand, I thought that they handled Penn State and took care of business. It was a close game at the end, but I thought that they're. I thought that they were in control for most of the game. Mm-hmm. Also, they were 17th coming into this weekend in the college football playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. How high do they do they move up, dude? They got to be seven. You have to move ten spots. That's a huge win. Fuck dude, yeah! Penn State was fifth, right? Fourth. fourth. They were yeah. in it. Yeah, that's a huge win. So, dude, PJ Fleck literally is a dog dude he gets his guys just to believe like they don't have any they didn't have any of the best position players at any of those skill positions compared right. to Penn State and they kicked the shit out of them literally they literally are like the first play of the game offensively not first play first drive 
hit like a 60-yard touchdown pass just to set the tent, set the tempo or set the tone, whatever you want to call it. Dude, it was so it was so such a nice game just to watch. Right. I I don't Minnesota has here's all they can ask for. Minnesota has put themselves in the driver's seat where they control their own destiny. I say <laughs> I say I say where you if, yeah. if you win, if you win out and just get to the Big 10 championship game, they probably won't wait, make it cuz you probably should have to beat Ohio State. But Ohio State's still going to be the number one team team in the nation. Yeah. I think they might end up staying in the top six and getting, you know, a New Year's Six Bowl, a yeah. good one. There are people fucking saying that Iowa State or Ohio State isn't legit this year. ESPN. That's a terrible take. True. Shout out to the podcast, but they're not on it, so we don't pay them anything. Uh, yeah, they were saying that, oh, they don't play anyone or something like that. Yeah, I know. It's, they say that all over ESPN. That's so it's bad. only the SEC and the SEC. Overrated. Overrated. Dude, yes. Is that a hot take, though? No. Hmm? Ah, I, think no I, th- I think it is. I mean, it, I think it is if CBS literally says, the best game from the best conference literally is their little uh, commercial every time they play. And I'm like, oh, yeah, is it? When you're playing Missouri <laughs> on the road or Tennessee? Right. Well, what is the best conference? Probably the Big Ten. <sighs> this year? I don't know. Pac-12 is kind of nice. <laughs> I don't think it can be the Pac-12, and I'm a Pac-12 fanatic, but it has to be. No, it's not, dude. Who? It probably has to be. The Mountain West. The Mountain West. (laughs) God damn, dude. Sorry. Sorry. No. How is it not the SEC? I'm not saying they're super good all throughout all the teams, but, dude, the Big Ten has Ohio State. I don't know, dude. There's a lot of hillbillies down there. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, that boy, that LSU fan is doing my booty. Y'all see that video, dude? <laughs> that, that Alabama. Hey, man. That... <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, okay, but anyway, you know, I'm saying. <laughs> He's dying. Anyway. I no, figured dude. my booty. <laughs> you got to think about it, though. The SEC <laughs> has, <clears throat> has LSU. <clears throat> Alabama. Clearly, they're the best conference. No, dude. Dude, Georgia. Georgia's 8-1, dude. <laughs> okay, and... So that's their three. The Big Ten has right now. They Navy. have <laughs> the Big Ten representing the Independence <laughs> Navy of all teams. No, I'm saying. Uh, so yeah, Big Ten, Ohio State for real. I think Minnesota looks for real. I think and Penn State. Yeah, but they just got beat by Minnesota. Okay, Michigan. proving that in a horrible performance by Rutgers. Sean Clifford, the quarterback, the main man for Penn State. Maryland? They're not for – dude, you're trolling, <laughs> and none of those teams are for real. But, yeah, the honest third team for the Big Ten right now is Penn State. Don't don't make me put in the Iowa Hawkeyes. All right, once again, uh, we tried to do this last episode. Thanks for listening to the podcast, uh, episode <laughs> four. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening. That was an absolutely terrible take. We could have ended it with that. No. <laughs> Stanley, preseason top five quarterback in the country. And end of season, top 25. Biggest mom. Dude. Bench Stanley. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, so we were just looking at LSU, Bama. So, like, what do you think? I, I think it's it's a hard argument to move Alabama. Okay, re- out of top read four. me the top ten from last week, and I'll tell you who for sure goes into the as the number four spot. I'm gonna read you fucking ten players. I don't even know how to look it up. I got ten, it. I got it. Teams. I got it. I got it. I got it. Ten teams. I got it. Jamie pulled it up. I me. know that the top four: Ohio State, LSU. I got it right here. Bama. I got nope. It. One: Ohio State. Yes. Two: LSU. Three: Bama. Four: Penn State. Five: Clemson. Georgia, okay. Oregon, okay. Utah, Oklahoma, Florida. Okay, stop right there. Okay. Oklahoma barely beat Iowa State. Yeah. 
We're good. Oh, we we got three letters from the Big 12 in our office at the athletic director's <laughs> office. Talking about the ref screwed us. Dude, is that not the answer? Is, that, is that not every, every game I was thinking? Hey, man, is, don't, <laughs> don't leave it in the decisions of the refs, man. Dude, Go saying, out there and win the goddamn dude, game. Literally every game, I, I want to I hammer on that real fast. <laughs> Give me 15 good seconds. Literally every game, like you said. <laughs> Hold on, I want to butt in real quick. Give me a two-second message. If you're using headphones for any of this, uh, rest in peace to you. The entire podcast we've been yelling, Screaming. and I think you guys are gonna enjoy this one actually. Though, yeah, sorry. fifteen good seconds. Hey, Iowa man. State fans are the worst, dude. Every game they lose, it's not our fault. It's definitely the, it's the it's the refs. It's hey. definitely the refs. Go back to their bowl game last year. Washington State, terrible defense, couldn't <laughs> beat them. There was pass interference. Okay, enough, enough there was pass interference. We don't want to we don't want to hurt their feelings. No, I, I want to hurt. Their I gotta feelings. say this. We just need to take a quick break real quick. We need to jump into the NBA, talk about this load management scandal. Brock, take us out. Doom, doom. Back from break. NBA load management. Fellas, thoughts, opinions? I don't know. I think I'll just be brief. Uh, I don't like it. Um, I think it's cheap. And if you look back in the past, you never really hear about players doing that, no matter what decade it is. I mean, the one who's at the forefront of it, biggest prima donna of them all. Don't do it. Brock, what's that guy's name? LeBron James? Yeah. No, let's not go there. I'm just saying, you never really heard about load management. Now, I know in the past, like, Popovich and the Spurs, they've been kind of doing that before. But now I think it's just something that's taken advantage of. Now, in LeBron's defense, I do see that he is in his, like, 17th season. So, I mean, it's got to be – I mean, he what he does on the court, there's a lot of usage that goes through him. I mean, it makes sense that he's doing this, you know, because, I mean, he just puts a hell of a toll on his body. I mean, granted, it, no, I'm not even going to go there. Um I'm just against it, uh, Kawhi Leonard. I don't. I just don't understand it. I mean, it worked out last year. You know what? Tell perfectly. me when it's my turn. Okay, there, fucking Skip Guerrero. Shut your stupid ass up and let me talk. When's it my turn? Sorry, I'm not. I'm not turning this into a me versus LeBron thing. What I'm saying is, it worked for Kawhi last year. I'm just saying, I I just don't agree with it. You've seen in the past that players never really needed that. Harden's never sitting out. Really not sitting out games. Maybe that's the reason why his playoff numbers are shaky. But again, you, in the past, like you want to compare LeBron to the greats, you want to compare the current players to the greats. Michael Jordan, when do you ever hear about him sitting out games? Never heard about that. Kobe Bryant, Shaq sitting games out. Um, it's it, I don't know. It you rob the fans. Like this is a fan-driven league too. You know, people come out and they want to spend their harder money, and they want to watch you play basketball. I mean, it's. I don't know. I, I just think it's cheap and mm-hmm. just fucking sack up, dude. This was never a thing until like the last like five years. And then two year two last two years more it's been more of a thing. I just yeah. it's it's a it's bullshit. No, yeah. No, actually I'm actually a little bit on the fence on both sides. Uh I agree with you. I know, I understand the reason for it, but Yeah, no, no, no I'm on both sides. Like as a fan of the game, like I still like to go to the NBA games when I get a chance. I mean we've gone to our fair share together. Yep, Rockets, um, Timberwolves, fifty yeah. point quarter. But uh, thanks for the I invite. Ju- I just think, <laughs> I just think that you're getting you're robbing fans, like you said, of yeah. coming to see. I mean, no one comes to see the 14th player on the bench. 
Right. You want to see that star. If I want to see anyone on the Warriors team, that I don't know. There was supposed to be a joke there, but like I don't know anyone on the <laughs> anyone that's not named Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell, or Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for your joke, I think it wasn't there because anyone on the Warriors just isn't there. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Suck. Yeah, but like I said, so I'm on the on your side for the the fan take. Like I just think that's just chipping them out of their money. You know, they worked hard for. It. They save mm-hmm. up. A lot of families save up for this. Okay. Especially at games like in L.A. Right. stuff like that. Yeah, no dream. Um, the other thing, the only thing that I have against it, I think in load management. I think just once you put that title on it, it's become so much different. Kind of like what you were saying a little bit about the Spurs. Like they were just called. It was just called rest then, or yeah. like back in the day in the eighties. Oh man, I just partied too hard the night before in a club. Give me the night off in Popovich Milwaukee. was getting fined for sending players, though. But now you have players that are going out of the way to to pull themselves out of the equation. Yeah. Now I granted granted like Kawhi, uh, Tim Duncan, all those guys like they had primetime games or whatever, and Pop sat him. I mean, he's one of the goats. I mean, clearly trolling the league. But they find him. Now you have players that are specifically like requesting to have this time mm-hmm. off and not play, which is bullshit. You're fucking paid. To be on the court, like, if you're not sick and if your leg's not or any limb on your body's not falling off from being injured, get your ass on the fucking court and play. Mm-hmm. Like, it's – I don't know. I it, I just I just don't like it. I think it robs, like, the integrity of, like, the game or whatever. Yeah, it definitely does. I just – my biggest thing is just that title of load <clears throat> management has really killed it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, Kind of like you said. No, I'm going to get you wrong. No, shut joking. up. But uh, the – that that title is what what really makes it what it is because people like you said are asking for games off like just straight up telling them I'm not playing this night right but like before that it wasn't a big coaches are pushovers now too yeah it wasn't as big of a deal because no one had really heard of load management right that was just a term that's come onto the scene like you said these last couple of years and it's gotten worse and worse but like back in the past people were doing it not as frequently I'm I don't not know. Say I as think frequently. the only people they, they, they were doing it they were just doing it because. You, you could get away with it. You know, you've played they, – they'd play 30 straight games, and then you'd say, all right, one one night off on a random Tuesday. I'm going to need a rest. It's not a load management because that wasn't taken into account at that time. And that that's the only, that's how I see it. I just think it's more of a, a brand or title to it that has made it I don't know. I think more of an epidemic. I think players are taking advantage of it mm-hmm. more often than not. Okay, so let me pose you this question. So let me tell you this. If players are taking advantage of it, which I'm not saying not you're so wrong. much taking advantage, I think it's more or less that it's specific players that are able to take advantage of it. Yeah. If you're na- not named LeBron or Kawhi Leonard, um, I mean they're the ones who are basically doing it. They're the ones taking games off. LeBron has yet to take a game <clears throat> off this season. I'm trying to. It's fucking eight games in, and Kawhi's taking four off. Won him a title last year. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is I see you and I heard your mouth move. Um what am I trying to say? Uh you're you're the best you're the two of the best players in the league. You're supposed to be held to a different standard. I think I don't want to say it I know what they're doing. They're saving themselves for later when the playoffs come. But there's still eighty two games to be played. I think <clears throat> sorry, into the mic. But all, you don't really have any other superstars doing that, do you? Like I said, Harden doesn't miss games unless he has to. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook doesn't miss games unless he has to. 
Mm. Even like I think he's sad as few, the, his fair share as well. Russ, not hard. because of injuries. Mm. Is it injury Dude, he, for, or is it? He's been injured. Not serious had, injuries like, though. He fucking blew his knee out. Patrick Beverly like blew his knee three out years, years ago. ago. Doesn't matter. He's been injured in the past. That's the reason why he's missing games. He was known as like an Iron Man up until that Patrick Beverly injury. Never missed a game. I mean, I would be an Iron Man too if I had KD playing you, alongside me. What? What is that? What does what does him being on the court twenty four seven have to do with? Makes that? your job so much easier. Why do you? What? Th- why do you think his body's taking a toll? He rebounds. He assists. He literally has had the highest usage rate. What are you fucking talking about, dude? His body has taken a toll because when your job gets tough, he is one hundred percent the the whole. He was one hundred percent the reason why the Thunder were anything. No. What? He was their downfall. The Thunder management was the downfall of that team. That had a that they had let, a take in it too, but Russell no, Westbrook. They were 100%, no, my hot take. No, not even a hot take. No, the Thunder. Terrible take. No, not terrible. Now, granted, the way Russ played, sure. I mean, there's there's arguments there, but the fucking ever since KD left, even when even when KD left before he even left, and Harden was still there, once Harden left, they failed to put a legit team around. Either of those players. Why did they? Why did they fail to reach their full potential when KD was still there? Because of Russell Westbrook. About they were up three one on the Warriors. They literally had the game. Then why didn't they make it to the finals? Hey, hey, why didn't Andre Roberson shoot that three? They couldn't put anyone else around them for fucking the entire time they were there. Stephen Adams was the third best player. Stephen Adams. Okay. Who was the second best player besides Kawhi Leonard last season? What? You're, you're trying to say who's that, the second best player? Yeah. Kawhi, Kyle Lowry, not good. Pascal Siakam. Are you kidding? Yes, yeah, Siakam. Pascal I'll Siakam, give you that. Marcus. Kyle Lowry. No, no. Marcus. No. Marcus. Terrible. Fred Van Vliet. I don't even. What the fuck are we? What? The fucking Thunder never put anyone around Russ. In the one no, year they dude. did, they had Oladipo. Victor there Oladipo after KD left. And Paul then, George. Dude, can you? Could you? Could Carmelo you Anthony. Do you really want to go in on Melo right now? Dude, you want to no, go? No, I don't want you to. You know Russ is the downfall. He's the sh- reason for the downfall of the Thunder, dude. He so is a- them not putting anyone around him for fucking 10 straight I'm years. going there. Russell Westbrook is a plague to his team. Nah, Rockets are a third in the West right now. You want to bring up how LeBron hasn't set up games? I can bring up how, how many games the Rockets have won. Just one last night, too. What I'm saying is. And the Lakers are in first. What? And the Lakers are in first. It's good for your little Fact Rockets check. to be in third. Fact check. I'm glad you guys are in yeah, third. Yeah, we'll get Jamie on it. Don't worry about it. They just lost. Yep, still in first. Okay, we'll see. Once AD's need snaps later in the season. Dude, I don't, I I don't wish that upon him. I can't wait until James Harden and Russell Westbrook can't Dude, I can't, can't wait till we play the forth. fucking Lakers this year. What I'm saying is when Russ was on the Thunder, sorry for yelling into the mic, other than Steven Adams, Russ had no other people around him to help him out. Basically, he was just like LeBron back in Cleveland. No. And he would get to the playoffs. Now, would his style of play be the reason why they would lose a lot in the playoffs? Absolutely. Okay. I agree with that. But it's the only thing they could do because there wasn't a single other playmaker on that team. Because of Russell Westbrook. No one wants what to play fuck, with him. dude? No who, one wants to play with him. Who was their shooting guard last year? Who wants to play who with him? Who was the two guard last year? Who wants to play with him? Who... Was the two guard last year? Who was the three? Who was the four? 
Andre, Who, what was listen, their name? Listen, what was their name? Listen. You don't know. Paul George. Oh, yeah, I guess Paul George was there. Uh, and, and, and you know what Paul George did? Had an MVP-type season because Russ no, took a back didn't. seat. He finished third in the MVP votings. Terrible. MVP. How did he look against Portland? Dude, we can bring up the fucking Clay Thompson argument. Everyone who listened to the first episode can hear me body you no, again dude, you're about getting how are you right wrong. Now. Dude, Russell Westbrook is the reason that any team that has him will never reach their full potential. That doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. How he's, does averaging an, a triple-double not reach potential? He's padding his stats. Dude, the first Taking time, rebounds away from centers. The first time they got to the shooting, finals, he's a, volume they shooter James, that, he's a volume shooter that can't shoot. The first time they got shoot to the 25 finals, shots a game and not the first make time after four. they got to the finals, they let James Harden walk and they re-signed Serge Ibaka. You want to talk about potential with a group of players. You let James Harden walk and you re-sign Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, the NBA champ now? And James Harden not? Are they this, they're the same caliber of player, though, right? No. Serge Ibaka is the same caliber no. player as all three of those players, right? No, but guess who was Did they make a mistake letting a Harden walk? Yeah. Okay. How are How is a team going to reach Over Russell full? Westbrook. You let Russell Westbrook walk, keep James what? Harden. You let Russell Harden walk. was coming off the bench. No one knew what Harden was going to be. I don't care. Playing what? it out. You get rid of Russ. You're knowing that now because what Harden is the player now. And I'm a Harden fan. Everyone knows that. Dude. You still keep Russ in that situation. No, Russ is awful, dude. He him is, and KD are the reasons why they got to the finals. They were down in two zero against San Antonio, and they won four straight games. Guess who probably had the best performance out of all of them? Russ and KD. You can't like Russ's play. I didn't now, say. I didn't say that they weren't the reason. Obviously, those two are the dude, stars on the team. Okay, well you, you can't talk Russ, about potential when the man when the fucking people running the team let are letting players walk, and then also not signing other pieces to like help that team out. Who was the starting power forward last year? Ta- Taj Gibson? Dude, you know what makes it easier to to come play for a franchise is if you want to play with their star player. No one wants to play with Russell Westbrook. That's probably not true. It's true. There's a reason why he's in Houston right now. Huh? There's a reason why he's in Houston right now. Yeah, because they're buddies. The, best, hope, player in, the best player in the world wanted to play with him. Not the best player in the world. You're high. Absolutely. But I Averaging hope- 37 points a game this year. Yeah, on 21% shooting. In New York, I'm million rock. On 21% shooting. What? 21% How's LeBron shooting. shooting this year? Solid. He's good. Pause. Fact check break. Look it up. No, pause. Update. Real okay. quick before we head to that short break. Okay. Western Conference, Lakers and Nuggets, 7-2. and two. Tied for first. Hold on. Tied for first. Rockets half came back in third, technically. Yep. At 7-3. and three. Eastern mm-hmm. Conference, Celtics, 8-1. and one. No one cares. You're a I Celtics do. fan. No, he's a LeBron You're a bandwagoner. Fairweather bear bandwagon scumbag. No, dude. Uh, shout out to Max and uh, anyone else that's a Celtics fan that's listening to the podcast. We are currently eight and one, and I didn't think we we're going to be here. Nine games, almost ten games into the season, oh, but Kemba, we are here. Kemba's the truth. No. Oh my God, what is wrong with you? Dude, are you another overrated? Are you point just trying guy. to? What? Are you kidding me? No, dude, I mean that. You are, are just a contrarian for no reason. No, overrated point guard. I mean Should we that. talk about who he booed earlier? No, dude. <laughs> no, are you fucking kidding me? Kemba Walker is the whole reason why the Hornets are still a franchise right now. Because you kept him alive or what? Basically. Kept him relevant. And what's he doing now? He's relevant? falling out. Relevant, relevant doing what? Getting 10th place in the East? Hey, you want to talk about another team that can't manage anyone? They drafted Frank Kaminsky and Cody Zeller back-to-back. Hey, and guess That's who? That's probably and, not true. And guess but who they runs drafted that, both and of guess them. And <laughs> guess who runs that franchise? Hey, man. Jordan might not be a good team owner, but 
I'm still the goat. What I'm saying is, Kemba, how are you going to say Kemba Walker sucks? Overrated. Kemba Walker. <laughs> overrated. Overrated. You're an idiot, dude. You're the you're overrated. Wanna talk, you want to talk about overrated, but you're the one that's saying Clay Thompson's a top fucking ten player. In the He's league. a top ten. player. I already in the had league. a discussion. Already not had even going to get into it. We're not going back into it. Viewers, uh, we already know yeah, who you guys, guys already heard with. it. You guys already heard episode one. So yep. uh, if you want to go back to Clay. <laughs> we'll go back to that with you, but we at around can't the right now. Uh, thirty-one minute mark, that's where you could talk about me destroying Austin about Clay Thompson. Doesn't also, happen. tensions are quite high at the moment, so we're gonna head into a break and then either come back and finish off load management or a little bit more about Kemba. All right, real quick though, Kemba Walker's averaging twenty-five points a game this year, and they're eight and one. Go to break. All right, coming off back from break, and. uh so we kind of sort of wrapped up load management before we got uh, before tensions started boiling over Basically, to an extreme. But you heard both sides of the load management from I mean at least both takes on it from Josh and Austin. And uh, now we want to move into something that's more individualized, and what it's you, Kemba and Celtics. So you're saying him averaging 25 points a game makes him overrated? No, I have nothing to do. What with did you being say overrated. while we were off air? Nothing about his 25 points per game is overrated. He himself as a player is overrated. How? You're not taking him in a game that matters, dude. What? He said plenty of clutch shots in the league. What? Against who? The Knicks in game 73 when they're both 4-100? and 100? Doesn't matter. Big shot. Knocks it down. No, he doesn't. What What big shots? What big shots? Name it. Top of your uh, head. What big shot? The one he hit the step back on just recently. In college? No, in the, in the league. He hits big shots, dude. No, he doesn't, dude. Dude, no, of, he co- doesn't. of course, when you're comparing him to obviously the one you stroke more than anyone, LeBron. Of course, he's, is Kemba anywhere near the same caliber player as LeBron? Absolutely, not. Kemba Walker, <laughs> Kemba Walker, since his rookie season, is 87 of 270 in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter for a 32 percent shooting percentage when shooting for a tie or the lead. Thanks, Jamie. What you, do- you don't want that. What do you want then? Someone that can get to the basket, open up for others. LeBron Co- James. Co- Kemba doesn't do that. No, he so doesn't. So it, it comes do back that. to it comes back to my Russell Westbrook argument. Dude, you got body, was, dude. Let's go back to. We're Russ. not. It's not bodying anything. You, you got little body. shit. You it's got literally, body, dude. It's literally the same thing as oh, Russell Westbrook. Oh, and don't Westbrook. forget. And don't forget they Kemba they Walker. Put, don't they don't for, put any other playmakers around him. Don't forget Kemba Cody Walker. Cody Zeller's the second best player with him. He's on the Celtics now. Hey, Cody Zeller. No, Kemba Walker. I'm talking about when he was on the Hornets, they couldn't put anyone around him. It took him being a free agent to get there and play with someone. And what's happening right now, that he has some players to play with. Ain't one, number one in the, the East. Ain't he's average of 25 points a game. And you said, quote, what does someone averaging 25 points prove that they're a good player? What does it? They're averaging 25 points a game. Oh, my God. dude! There's 20 players in the league now averaging 25 points a game. You're okay. a hater. Not 20. There's 10, but You're still. You're a hater, and you're a Celtics hater. Nikola Jokic. Oh, man, he's a top player. Absolutely. fucking loot No, he he's not, dude. He can't guard a soul on the floor. Hey. Uh, Who can he guard on the floor, dude? Hey, message us on Instagram or Terrible Takes, you know, the email. That man has his feet in quicksand. We have a, uh, in his feelings meter, we're going to start adding in here, because someone's a little upset right now. Dude, you are so wrong. Kemba Walker. Nikola Jokic. You're saying he sucks? Suck, dude. Overrated. When I say sucks, they're overrated. Mind, dude. Dude. Are you kidding me? He's basically like the same shit Kevin Love was before he joined LeBron. Are you serious? Absolutely. Put no, the numbers up. He's not, dude. Put the numbers You're up. You're unbelievable. That is unbelievably bad take. 
So you guys have heard a little bit all throughout the podcast so far. We've had uh, plenty of points. We want you guys to uh, contact us on and give us your takes. Yeah, we'll you are absolutely podcast, wrong, yeah. Austin. You piece of shit. No, dude, you're an idiot right now. You were literally just bro. He averaged take. twenty ten and seven last night, last year, and he's a center. Jokic? Yeah, good for him. Last year, good for him. What? Good for him, and they couldn't take it down the Blazers to get to the Western Conference Finals. And what the Blazers do? Got to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, and got swept by who? A hurt Warriors. Clay took games off. Up by twenty, couldn't finish it off. Because why? Who's on that? Damian Lillard. Oh, and Clay decided to sit out. They were up for most of the games, too. Yeah, they were, and uh, they couldn't finish it off because, oh, but you said Dame is so good. Oh, Dame is then, good. Put oh, his numbers he? up. Oh, he was so good enough that they got swept in the Western Conference Finals. Okay, they got swept by who? Greatest well, team of all time. Oh, really? Even when Clay's out? Hey, Draymond Green still played. When, oh, did, when did Clay the, get the, hurt? Clay got hurt. In, in the he, finals. In the finals, game six. Oh, was, yeah. was Damian Lillard in the finals? No. He was hurt before that. He, he took games out in the Blazers series as well. And let's, let's bring that up, the finals. Clay Thompson. This is back in my, uh, my argument. Clay Thompson right, gets right. hurt. Hey, game six, he was a flamethrower. They're probably coming back to win that finals. Who, oh, he tears his ACL and they're say, out. Who doesn't say that Clay Thompson is a top ten player ever in the said, league? Who has ever said he couldn't shoot? He's a top ten player in the league. He does it on both ends of the floor. I want to see Dame guard somebody. What? You know what, dude? We're going to take a quick break here after we just left off a quick break. We're going to come back. Terrible takes. If you want to listen to my Clay Thompson versus Damian Lillard argument, tune back in. Episode one. I dissect it from there. Not going over it again. Not wasting energy. Brock, take us out. Love how mine gets to be a secret. All right, so we're going to end it here uh, the only way we know how. We're going to start it off, Brock. Lead us out with uh, your terrible take. That's terrible. It's terrible for me. Dallas Cowboys and their play calling. Not only those last three downs, but throughout the game, I thought they gave it to Zeke way too much. Shame. And then the last three downs, uh, I think that Jason Garrett, we talked about a little bit, Jason Garrett probably took over, and he cost us the game. Shame. Stupid play calling, and we, that's a game we should have won, and we'll look back at the end of the season if things don't turn out how – we want them to at that game specifically and be like, hey, maybe something needs to change around here, especially with the coaching. Austin? I can tell you who's been terrible for me this entire season. That's the National Football League. Uh, that new rule of being able to challenge any pass interference or any call um, has been terrible. I know several coaches have challenged that play, and I think only two the whole season have been overturned. It, it's just it's dumb. I think the NFL has already abolished that rule, and but they just have yet to tell the coaches because if you're if you're going to challenge it, you're just literally wasting a challenge flag right there. Um, none of them are getting overturned, so I don't know why you waste your time. I don't know what they thought they were fixing after that blown call in Saints-Rams that everyone knew happened. Um, but this rule is just terrible. It's taken over the game of football. It's slowing the, the pace of the game down, um, and coaches are wasting a challenge flag on it, and I think that needs to quit. Josh, who was terrible for you? Who was terrible for me? It's not necessarily sports this week, but... It's the fans at the Flogna Tyler, the Creator show, who booed Drake off the stage. How the fuck are you going to boo Drake? I know that the rumor or whatever it was is that Tyler, the Creator was um, 
teasing a special artist. Everyone thought it was going to be Frank Ocean. Now, I know all the kids in the crowd, Frank Ocean fans, but if you're there and Drake comes up and that's the response you have, shame on you. Fuck yourself, um, you little swag. Ooh, uh, I don't even, I can't even form a thought. Like, it just it doesn't so much make me angry. It's just, it's just, it's just the shame. Now, to end the show, uh, just real quick, um, you know, you can reach out to all of us. Uh, Brock, go ahead and drop your handle. That Guerrero 2 Instagram, Twitter, ASAPBrocky00. Austin, drop the handle. Austin underscore Guerrero 8, Instagram. And for me, it's Josh Dibler on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and then be sure to check out and follow our new Instagram page, Terrible Takes Pod. And then the Gmail, the Terrible Take Guys at gmail.com. Brock? Also, there's plenty of spots we wanted you guys to give us our thoughts specifically. So go ahead and reach out to us and let us know. All right. We're out.